Welcome to A Journey of Transformation Empowerment. You're listening to Antonio T. Smith Jr. Where ideas ignite, change, and possibilities are endless. Before we dive into today's episode, we have something special for our listeners. Today's podcast is brought to you by a groundbreaking book that's reshaping the conversation around Black economic empowerment. It's Resegregation, Volume 1, The Power Matrix, a master plan for Black group economics with wealth creation, authored by visionary Antonio T. Smith, Jr., Antonio isn't just an author. He's a former top-secret combat special operations intelligence sergeant turned millionaire. His life work championed the economic autonomy and wealth creation within black communities. In this seminal work, dedicated to teachings of Dr. Claude Anderson, Antonio outlines a comprehensive blueprint covering critical sectors like finance, technology, manufacturing, and more. He blends military discipline with acute understanding of systematic disparity. This isn't just a book. It's a movement. A call to action to create lasting wealth and reshaping the economic narrative. Antonio's vision is clear. Drive a significant shift toward black ownership and control. Listeners, if you've ever wondered about innovative strategies for wealth creation or how technological transformation can uplift the black communities, then this book is for you. Join Antonio Smith Jr. on the transformative journey. Pick up your copy of The Resegregation Volume 1, The Power Matrix today and be a part of the reshaping future. Now, let's dive into the episode and explore the possibilities that await us. Maybe said, it don't make any sense. They did you wrong because it is on the rise. Yeah. It is on the rise. I can't wait for it to dip. When it dip, I'm gonna buy some more. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Thank to all. Look forward of you. to. Good Look morning. forward. Look forward. Thank you all of you being here, Sadia. We will link up today. We will link up today. The VA got no way. Oh, the VA got no way for there, and a bunch of stuff. Let's talk firstly about Dogecoin. All right, we have to. Because it is on the it's on the rise, Steve. It is. It is on the rise. And any of you who have invested, you are having a great time. Yeah, that's right, Diwali. You are having a fantastic time. And it's going to dip. That's what happens. Do not sell. Okay. It's at 53 cents right now as of this recording. It will it will dip, probably drop drop down thirty. I hope it drop down to a penny, but that won't happen more than I. You know, I just I throw ten grand in there real quick, right? But that's a whole different story. 
that's a whole different story. But without a doubt, you want to be on top of that. Remember, Damali, had you did it when I said it three months ago at 0 0.005, that's not even a cent, then you'd be a millionaire right now, right? You'd be a millionaire. If you did it when I said it when it was 0 0.05, which was five cents, then you would also be, you'd be retired right now, that's for sure. All right, now, that being said, I want you to pay attention. Don't sell. The good thing about, and I haven't even started to, well, I am starting to meet. This is just taking over. The good thing about cryptocurrency, it's it's, it's market, right? And like in any other market, there is a market, right? So market is a, what's a market? A market is a group of people seeking some thing. And it has to be that one thing or it can't be a market. It's that one thing. The customer is always wrong. Don't let people tell you. <laughs> I don't know where that customer's always right comes from. That mm -hmm. is a lie. But the market is always right. The market is never wrong. Customer, yeah. Market is never wrong. And the market always rewards excellence. Now, that's stuff you can find out over the internet. But nevertheless, that's what it is. So hopefully your cryptocurrencies it, your investments are rising highly as everyone else. If this is your first time here, this is our morning meeting. I've got everybody everywhere because our workout ran very late, but we was gonna finish all 12 rounds. We decided last year, March last year to open up to the public because we are just doing fantastic. And the economic disruption brought more of that fantasticness in. In addition to that, the pandemic doubled said fantasticness. So you got two things that are that are happening. It's not just the market correction. Okay. It's not just the market correction. It is a few years ago. I had one award and he was it's not just the market correction. It's also the fact that there's a pandemic that is driving our sales up. Well, we'll tell you why. Economic disruption. For one, Kevin, I was waiting on it, right? I, I thought it was two years earlier. I was waiting two years earlier, I downsized. So we got, I got four offices. I mainly use this one one. I think the rent is $929. Like imagine your overhead is $929, like imagine that, you know what I'm saying? And then the light bill is like $100 a month, which is fantastic for Texas. Yeah, that's, if y'all, you don't understand, and that's fantastic for Texas, let me tell you, okay? And we were ready for that. So we're gonna, your job is to steal everything possible because I'm going to give away a bunch of stuff and you're gonna see me run the company. Other than that, do whatever you want to do. Okay, cool. Now, outstanding. I know we have some guests and I would let you briefly introduce yourselves with whoever brought their guest and I'm gonna let you steal. So you're gonna be able to steal from me. So have good, good fun. But let me knock out some preliminary stuff as we came here to steal. If you did, if you're just logging on, hopefully you have jumped into 
Bitcoin, Ethereum, or Dogecoin, as I have suggested for many months. I am one of the people driving up Dogecoin. Okay, I, I am. I am part of the the group. I am part of Wall Street bets too, right? I'm part of the group. I am part of that meme currency pushing things to that level. Now, bunch of guests. Ashley, where are you? I am here. Outstanding. All right, I want you to take care of Tyrell, okay? Yes, sir. All right, so do me a favor, unmute your mic and tell Tyrell what you, what's your plan. Go ahead. Tyrell, are you there? Ma'am, yes, ma'am. Tyrell, we're gonna do some great things. Okay. I'll call you today with a few um, items we're gonna review for Antonio for today. And then in addition, um, we're gonna little, need a little bit more of your time. So um, we'll review uh, your schedule so that we can organize our schedules together. And then I need to share a few insider information details with you as well. <laughs> so we can go to the next level. So happy to uh, kind of share the greatness so we can do great things. <laughs> Outstanding. You ready for that, Terrell? Ah, you're ready. I'm always ready to get my yes. hands <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff, good stuff. All right, I want that to happen immediately, okay? No. I don't like later. Later doesn't work for my mentality. Now, always now. Cool. Well, yeah. Did you? I can't. They can't hear your head nod. If that. Oh happens. yes. All right. Outstanding. Well, yeah, Ashley. I didn't hear you either. Yes, sir. That's going to happen on yesterday. So that's how quick I want to. We're going to jump on it. Oh, outstanding! Outstanding. I also have my head writer here, Ibrahim, my brother. What's happening? This is my. Very yes, good. sir. I'm yeah. fasting. We're in the last 10 days of Ramadan. <laughs> yes, over here. I know, man. We last 10 days. Me and Ibrahim are, are Ramadaning together and last 10 days. And boy, am I grateful for the last 10 days. Hey, man, I want you to tell them about what you're going to be talking about during the Mexican conference. Hello, guys. Uh, in the Mexican uh, conference, I'm going to be talking about the value of seeing value at the right time. So I'll be talking about how uh, the most wealth that has been made in the last 50 years, most of it has been made doing just one thing, noticing a multi-billion dollar brand before it is even a multi-million dollar brand. Okay. So we're going to talk about Peter Thiel, uh, how if he had not given Mark Zuckerberg just 100,000, which was nothing to him, which was like Antonio uh, giving away 1,000. Okay, uh, Peter Thiel is just a few levels above Antonio right now, which would change by the end of June, by the way. So uh, the billionaire, for him just giving 100,000 was... Uh, nothing, but he turned that into a thousand million just by deciding to take a bet on Zuckerberg, who turned out to be this. Uh, also, uh, we have uh, Jeff Bezos. His wife, by the way, didn't marry a millionaire. She actually was a, an Ivy League graduate. People don't understand that. They put her in a stereotypical position. 
So she actually noticed the value of Jeff Bezos and what he was building before Bezos was even a millionaire. And she worked with him to build Amazon initially and see that paid off as well. So how what I'm going to talk about is, is how Mexit can be that next big thing. And we have the opportunity to recognize this early on and how we can in our own way, each of us can bring something of value to it and build it up to that and what the advantages of that can be. So that's what I'm going to talk about. Thank you, Tony. Oh, yeah. Outstanding. Outstanding. Now, he knows that's Ibrahim. That's my head writer. We do a bunch of ghost writing. I used to be the head writer. Thank God I found him. So now he can take over that mantle. He knows some stuff that we're doing. Hopefully, I heard that, but... If not, <laughs> you will. So we're in our billionaire watch. So if you, if you, he alluded to something, so I'll bring it up now. By the end of June, we will find out if I am a billionaire. And <laughs> go ahead, Gerald. And Tony, along the same lines of, as Ibrahim, is there at all possible when he does his Mexican presentation that he slips a little bit of ATS slash Antonio Tempest in the presentation. If he did that, I would be extremely appreciative. Well, I was laughing, I thought my mic was off. Oh yes, well, I'm sure he will. He just heard you. <laughs> All right, Mexican Conference is our version of Apple's big developers conference. We do two conferences a year, we're not a conference company. One in August, one in whatever the heck is coming up now, May, okay? One, or whatever, I don't even know. I don't even know no more, okay? Just, just know that they're like six months apart. So I'm probably off here. One in October, one in May. And we have, I just sit around inventing stuff all day. If you don't, if you're wondering what ATS is, which is kind of hard to tell what ATS is, is think about Google. And first you have Alphabet, the holding company say, and then you have a bunch of different companies under Alphabet, most notably Google. Well, ATS Business University would be our version of Google, or at least in that standpoint, and many things have flowed from it, more in which it's about 26 companies inside of this one thing, more in which will, you will see come May 14th and 15th. What the ATS Business University is, which someone invited you here to see it is the world's first student reactive open source learning division one university so let me explain what that means imagine if you could go to amazon prime or netflix and your movie was just taken down due to some contractual obligations well you said well, i don't want it to be down come back up all right, and right there, Mr. Mark Thomas, it would come back up. You understand what I'm saying, Frida? It would just like, boom, just come right back up. Why? Because every single thing that is taught, even though we have our agenda, is student reactive. So when LaVon says, I need to understand this, 
inside the subject, off the subject, we immediately pivot and then teach that curriculum. And fortunately for us, all the classes are taught by practitioners who happen to be millionaires. So there's no, we are not teaching, we are just telling you how we get beat up in the face and how you should probably not get beat up in the face too. All right, it's just, just what it is. So don't go do some of this stuff, do this stuff. For instance, since I'm in the Reddit groups and a part of those well-to-do people pushing up mean currencies, I knew back when it was 0 0.0035 that you should buy Dogecoin. And I told everybody, the media said otherwise, but the media sucks, okay? And they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, that's their purpose. Their purpose is to tell you it's fake and then they go pay off their mortgages with the fake stuff, which just happened, by the way. You had to Google that on your own, but that just happened. And what really this company is, is a big tech company. You just can't see it the way you should, the way, way you should or the way you want to because I have it designed that way. I have it designed that way. Come May 14th to 15th, I'll show you plenty of these tech things that actually do that. You spoke and I bought. Good job, Reedy. Good job. All right. Let me pause real quick because I have a whole thing. I'm going to tell you the plan that I'm going to do and how we're going to get to 7 million customers in the next 760 days. Antonio, uh, if I may interrupt. Yes, please. yes, yes, you may. Okay, so yeah, just before we move uh, away from the point of uh, ATS being a tech company, which you cannot see, uh, pointing out McDonald's is a, a real estate company and you cannot see it. And then Disney is a copyright trading company, intellectual property acquisition company uh, masquerading as a studio. So it's like it's in the design of companies that are meant to be great and meant to build something in terms of valuation that they hide what they actually do. Facts. If you the royal family is a PR firm, it's not a family. That's right. The UK royal family, it's a PR firm, tourist business. Absolutely. So let, so let me. Yes, ma'am. Hey, um, so I had a question. So you've mm -hmm. been, you know, prior to you announced that everyone should buy, if they, if they were you, they would purchase. Right. Um, and so then my question begs, uh, how much did you invest and where do you sit right now? Because Jerome, put your eyes back in. Um, so, you know, because you're, <laughs> oh, she's laughing. Um, because you've told us all this, so I would like to hear the facts, sir. <laughs> let's just say that I had, yeah, Ibrahim's right, I won't tell, but let's just say when it's before it's all said and done and they be on the news talking about that millionaire and billionaire, that will be part of me. <laughs> I have that much. And I only have one. I don't have Bitcoin and I don't have Ethereum. I don't, I don't. I should have Ethereum. I'm not really concerned with Bitcoin. Bitcoin is the thing raising my investments. You know right, what I'm right. Yeah, yeah, it's the thing raising my investments. But I have right now, well, I got two commas, if that helps you out. And so um, while I 
um, was reading, Elon Musk is asking all of the big holders um, to dump theirs and he's willing to pay them for it. So the theory around that is because he wants to destroy theirs, is it to allow other people to purchase? Absolutely, Absolutely. and I, I completely agree with him. That's, to, okay. that's the whole great thing about Dogecoin because people like me are not hoarding, right? That's the whole great thing about it. It is, it is soon it will be the currency of the internet. I tell you that now. If you- and so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, go ahead. And so when they dump, um, the market will, the, the price will dip when they dump and then there'll be a correction. So um, my question is, when they dump during the day, how I've, I've seen lots of dips at night when the market closes. Mm-hmm. Do you mind explaining that to us just so we- yeah, Absolutely, absolutely. The, well, let me, when the market closes, about a bunch of scary people are selling, okay? Don't, don't do that. Y'all hold, 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 hold. But her question, has increasing value even now. And tomorrow it will increase in more value. Dogecoin is, does, it was designed as a joke, but forget all that. Now the intention is to make regular people rich, period. Now imagine in the United States Constitution, it says that if you would like to overthrow your government, the people can come together and then overthrow that government by coming together. It's in the United States Constitution, right? It, it's, it's in there. Well, imagine if that actually happened, because it is happening, except for it's not overthrowing the government, it is overthrowing the current financial system. It's called decentralized finance or DeFi. You may see it like that. And it's been, and it ain't going nowhere. And it can't go nowhere because cryptocurrency has more value than money ever will. It's because we went from a gold standard or bought a trade, bought a trade had value, but now we're in fiat. Money has two purposes and two purposes only. A storehouse of wealth and a medium of exchange. And the more cryptocurrency, it's already a storehouse of wealth, it was designed that way, becomes a median of exchange in which it's happening every day, then there is no reason to have regular money. It has no value. That being said, to the extreme point of Sadia's question, Elon Musk is encouraging, and I'm not a big holder, there are bigger holders, you know what I'm saying? who have literally dumped and laid, uh, Christians would say, made everybody equal at the cross. This is the greatest, imagine if when oil got deregulated, billionaires were made. When telecommunications got deregulated, billionaires. Electricity, 2003, no, 2000 and, yeah, 2003 in Texas, Boom, billionaires. Every time an industry gets deregulated, billionaires are made. 
And that's what's happening, Saudi. And it's 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 happening for the for and, and what's driving it because Dogecoin is a meme currency. That means it is not it's powered by social media. It means regular people determine its value. And that's powerful. So will the best time to buy hidden in my question was the best time to buy, is it when they're dumping aftermarket or in your opinion, what would you do? Very good question. I'm gonna tell you what I do and not what would I do. I buy regardless. And every time I dip, I buy more. There's a reason why. Because there is a influential group like myself trying to push it to $4.28. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? Like we're not we're not concerned with fifty three cents a dollar. We're literally pushing everyone. Let's go to four dollars and twenty eight cents. Like that's extremely accurate, though, right? Like like that's a very specific number, four dollars and twenty eight cents. So I just buy. I just bought today at fifty three cents. Didn't bother me none. I bought the other day at thirty three cents, and of course I bought at pennies in less than pennies right you know what i'm saying because i under it's not that i understand i'm i'm where the happy it's like inside of trading that's legal right i'm where <laughs> i'm where the the news hits the ground before it gets to the public if you want to i'll share my screen for you if you want to understand what i'm talking about just my favorite site would be Reddit, okay? Uh, yes, Dominic, we can talk, but you you gotta get on my schedule. Gotta get on my schedule. All right, so hold on, here we go. I think that's Reddit. All right, here we go. <laughs> Look, it's already happening right now. <laughs> 50 cent is cute, but 69 is next. Listen, right now, <laughs> that's, that's dope, <laughs> okay? But right now, this is what's happening. So right now, this got up, upvoted. That means people, 12,100 people found this post to be valuable. Now it's 12,101. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just, I just did it too. So here's what you got, Sadi. You got 12,101 people find this post to be valuable and 537 comments. Now, now let's read the comments. See, $100. And smart move, right? Buy low, sell, et cetera. I was browsing the page and it said, so everything here is can confirm. I bought at 24 cent at 30 and expected to drop, right? Everybody here is supporting this. So you got 537 comments, 539 comments now. 12, look, I just, yeah, I saw that it was like, it was 12,100, right? Now it's 12,200. Money. 100% follows attention. I would expect it to go up to 69 cents today. That don't mean it will. It just means that's where the energy is. Y'all get what I'm saying? And you just all day long, right? <laughs> just, right? But again, I'm, I could show you anywho. It just, it's, it's a lot, okay? It was, it was a lot. Now, I'm of the wealthy people that was very happy 
what happened to the hedge fund, what GameStop, right? Because you, you don't do regular people. You do, you're not regular people. You don't do people like that. You don't, you don't short sell a stock intending for it to be a loss, but they're going to use your money to gain. That, like that's, that's, that's the problem with centralized finance. Capital. Okay, so the number one rule of economics is I have to want what you're selling more than I want my money. The number one rule of business is he who makes who's he who spends the most money on the customer wins. So if I can buy more customers than you, I win. Did that did I move too fast? That because that's like literally I'm giving you an MBA right now, which is a worthless degree, by the way. Sorry if you have one. It just it's okay. It just it doesn't it, it means nothing anymore because the internet created a value-based economy in which it just doesn't mean anything anymore. It doesn't, it doesn't, it just doesn't. The internet has changed everything and blockchain is a new internet, right? And it's even, it's even a greater invention than the internet. So the number one rule of economics is I have to want what Jerome is selling more than I want my money. To explain that to everybody else, that means so I have a receipt here from Guitar Center. I'm not sure if that's worldwide. I mean, nationwide. Is that nationwide? I'm not sure. It's way, okay, okay, cool. Outstanding. All right, Guitar Center. Now, Arshia had to do some, she's an ATS leads. She needed to do some recording. So what I did was I went out and bought $910.30 worth of studio equipment. Everybody see that? Can you see it? Is it too? All right. So I literally, all this stuff, $910.30. Now, she ain't paid that much. Do you understand what I'm saying? But what she is selling was more valuable than $910.30. What is she selling, Antonio? The opportunity to make her successful in an industry you didn't know I had my hands on. You, you get it? So basically, her opportunity made me say, oh, well, that's, that costs way less than $910. So that's a penny to what I can do with your testimony. So I have to want what, so she made her ambition made $910 seem this small. You, you get what I'm saying? He's the multiplier. Okay. Enough. All right, so I have to want what you're selling more than I want my money. I no longer wanted my money when she wanted to go into the music industry and when she needed beats, and when she is as vocal about ATS as she is. My money became less valuable, and what became valuable was the opportunity to sell her story for six figures. I have to want what you're selling more than I want my money. See, I don't need her money, but I do need her success. Number one rule of business. If I can, let's, so let's take the same nine to 
what did Guitar Spinning spend, spend to get me in? I don't know, maybe $16 of advertisement, but they made $910 off a transaction. And if they can keep doing that over and over, then they can't be put out of business because they can't outspend themselves. Now, the reason I brought that up, because you needed to, because I'm about to talk about capitalism, I and mean, you need to understand those two so I can say this bombshell about the drop, okay? <laughs> and why crypto is your, your best way out right now. It just is. It just, crypto and sales funnels is your best way out, period. The, the, the internet is your last chance to get rich. And they are literally attempting to regulate the internet. It is called net neutrality. <laughs> like, think about this for a moment. People like me have gotten wealthy, all, possibly, we'll find out in June, a billionaire from the internet. Do you understand that I got famous on the internet, got wealthy on the internet, and will become a billionaire from the internet? They don't like that. <laughs> but remember, the market rewards excellence. If you're excellent, the market will always buy from you. Period, point blank. It doesn't matter. It could be, it could be, I know people who are racist, no disrespect to anybody, who like me. Because I keep making the money. Now that don't mean we eat and sweet potato pie together, Monica. You understand what I'm saying? I'm just telling you that the market rewards excellent. Who shops from Amazon? Everybody. Trump supporters? Yeah. Obama supporters? Yeah. Who rides to Harley Davidson? Trump supporters? Yeah. Obama supporters? Yeah. The market rewards excellence. If you're excellent, people drop their religions, drop their politics, get that product, and then put a sticker. I saw one the other day. Biden's not my president, right? <laughs> On the back of, of they Harley. Because the market rewards excellence. Now, here's your capitalism bomb that God bless us all. Capitalism, the, I shouldn't say this out loud, the number one rule of capitalism is bifurcated. How fast can I get money from Australia to Alaska? I think that's as west as west gets, okay? Australia to Alaska, that's, what makes capitalism work? The faster that can happen, the more money you can make. But that is not the rule. The number one rule of capitalism is get unearned income. And don't let nobody tell you different. There is a direct correlation by the country with the most slaves also is the country with the most prisons. So y'all don't wanna play with me. That's all right, you don't have to. This is all about unearned income and they're not going to let you get, it doesn't matter who you think they is, that's up to you, unearned income. But sales funnels and cryptocurrency don't care. It just doesn't care. And if you want freedom, you can't earn money. You must generate it. 
Now, it's 33 minutes into this meeting that I ain't even got to a point. Sadia just brought something out of me. Let's review one simple fact that I have said. That the only thing that matters here is unearned income. Now, should you invest in crypto if it gets you unearned income? The answer is yes. Should you invest in the stock market if it gets you unearned income? The answer is yes. Should you do real estate if it gets you unearned income? The answer is yes. Let's take Ibrahim's example that Disney literally just trades intellectual property. Lion King is was private labor rights. What do you call it? Uh, public, what is it called, Ibrahim? When it's uncopyrighted, it's, it's called something. I can't. Public domain. Thank public you so domain. much. Thank you so much. Okay. Lion King was public domain of Hamlet. I dare you to go look at Hamlet, look at Lion King. This is what they do. Frozen was public domain. Not Frozen 2, that's different, but Frozen was public domain. They just literally just do this stuff. Why? Because if you want to be a millionaire, start up. Well, if you if you want to be a six figure or a millionaire, start a studio. If you want to be a billionaire, control an industry, and controlling copyright is what Disney does. If you want to be five figures, six figures, seven, make burgers. If you want to be a billionaire, control real estate, says McDonald's, watch this, and the Vatican. Yeah, I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't like that one, but it's true. <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's absolutely true. Okay, if you want to become a billionaire, you need to focus on controlling industries, not selling your product industries yeah hear what i'm saying all right let me get a few questions here uh dominic go ahead um okay um i, I, I it's it's kind of off topic but it's not off topic but okay I'm, I'm 18 um i just turned 18 so i just want to ask you where should i start sales funnels the first thing you need to do it's two things. If I was going to start, I, well, three things. Okay, I just thought of another one. Don't move out. Okay. I bet you everybody 50 and older agree with what I just said. Do you understand? Do not move out. It, it don't make no sense. You're trying to be cute, but everybody else getting your money. You yeah, better stay yeah. there, write your name on that orange juice. And stack your <laughs> chips, <laughs> because you need to be seven. You need to be saving seventy percent of your income. Period. Point blank. At eighteen, I might be too low. He might need to save ninety-five percent of his income. <laughs> right. Real talk. That's number one. Number two, you need to master communication. It is the number one skill that you can ever. In fact, I got four for you now. Number one skill you can ever do. Number actually, I got five for you now. Number three and four, you need to read every three months, 48 Laws of Power. Okay. And then you need to read every three months, 
33 Strategies of War. Same author. Hey, Robert Greene. <laughs> That's it. That's that it. That's it. And number five, you need to master sales. And you need to master sales, sales funnels, until you get to $250,000. When you get to $250,000, everybody write this down. You go to the bank. You say, bank, I got 25% down on a million dollar loan. What's your collateral? 250,000 big ones. The bank will give you a million dollar loan. You take that million dollar loan and you put that 25% down on a $4 million apartment complex and you never have to ask me that question again. Did I just help somebody? Hands on wise, I can absorb everything you're teaching me. Outstanding, outstanding. Okay, so you said master the sales funnels when you get to 250K, then you go to the bank and get a million dollar loan. Yep. And then you take that money or did you say uh, yeah, you then take you take all that, of that money? But you don't kill all that money. See, the, the, the average person will go get a million dollar building. Why? When you only need 2% earnest money. I mean, well, you need 1% earnest money. If you really want to get a deal moving fast, 2% earnest money to do it. I don't know what 2% of 4 million is, but it ain't that much. You know what I'm saying? If you got 250,000, you can work something out. Then you put that 25% down on the 4 million apartment complex. Now what you got is 4 million in network, more doors with a million dollar loan, which the doors pay for the loan. And you only put 250,000 in and you're getting the average return on 6% a month, which is $28,000 a month. You'll be living on free and clear. Man, I, I, can you say that one more time? <laughs> that was powerful. Hold on, that, that was powerful. That was everything. Can, can you say that one more time for those that was writing and you just saying it too fast? I'm sorry. Okay, okay. I mean, my fool. You better start man. typing. We can type faster than we can write. I can switch to the to the computer. All right. Element, Antonio. That I is guess. the element right there. Okay. If you 18 or don't matter, I gave him a few things. One, I say stay home. If you grown and can't stay home, cut your expenses. It's the same thing. Okay. From that, he needs to then learn to master communication. Period. It is the number one skill set you could ever possibly have. Warren Buffett has said it. I am telling it to you today. If you cannot communicate, no one will work with you. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if you're a genius, if you're unlikable. That's why C students are billionaires. They couldn't do grades, so they were class clouds and dead people, okay? Then <laughs> you need to do 48 laws of power Every three, I read it every three months, Ibrahim, just to remind myself, just to get back in alignment. Just to get back in alignment, okay? Then you need to read 33 Strategies of the War because that is what's happening today. All 33 strategies. Then I said master sales funnels because what's the point of convincing people to follow you if you can't make money? <laughs> you might as well master sales and sales funnels. 
now you would have two of the greatest communication, two of the greatest skills on planet Earth, communication and making money. You'll never be without a job. Never. So now what you do, you use all those skills and you use that. It's called social engineering, which I shouldn't be telling you. OK, that's that's what that 48 laws of power, 33 strategies of war were. You learn that and then you go get two hundred and fifty thousand dollars and you don't shine. Y'all, I was a millionaire with no car. in black t-shirts, <laughs> ask Monica, <laughs> right? <laughs> Didn't do nothing. <clears throat> I let them talk about me, Steve Lister. I just let them talk about me. You understand what I'm saying? <clears throat> then you go get that 250,000. Now, when you get that 250,000, your job is not to kill it. What you got to do now is you got to play a different game. This is the game of earned earn income. You take your 250,000 and you say you work. You go to the bank. You go to a bank and you say, I got two, I got 25% down. Run me my money. They can't wait. I promise you the loan officer getting 10 points off a million dollars is very happy with you. I promise you. I promise you that commission he's gonna enjoy or she is gonna enjoy. You take that 250,000, you get a million. You take that million and you leverage that million for four million. And then those 96, no, it's probably not 96. Well, it just depends on the area. Those 96 people, 50 people, pay your bills for the rest of your life. And you leave it to your kids. And inside is walking barefoot every day because she doesn't have nothing to do. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? And then what do you do later? You you let that happen. You, you, you allow that to a year of good payments. Then you go back to the bank and you decide you. Now you're going to love this because you're a CPA. You go back to the bank and you say, you know what? Bank, look how well I've done. My name is Sadia Douglas. I've done so well. Would you give me $16 million and use my apartment complex as leverage, as collateral? And you just do the whole thing back over. Everybody is working for you all over again because the number one rule of capitalism is unearned income. Everybody got it? All right, let's have some more fun. I want to start off with Steve, Pastor Steve. You have guests, and then jump to Monica. You have guests. And if you got guests, send me a message, okay? Oh, Chiquita has a guest too. Chiquita has a guest. I'm not even sure Chiquita's in the country. Go ahead, Pastor Steve, Monica, then Chiquita, then we'll figure the rest out. All right. I want to introduce my good friend and my brother from another mother, Pastor Mark Thomas, with the uh, fastly become the, the number one evangelism podcast in the world. Pastor Mark, nice. if you would introduce yourself. All right. Hey, everyone. It's great to be on here with you. God bless everyone. Uh, my name is Mark Thomas. I am the founder, the creator of Evangelism on Fire podcast. And Evangelism on Fire podcast exists to empower and coach you to live the most exciting life God has created you to live by actively sharing your faith in Jesus with others. That's the best life you can live right there. Yeah, thanks so much. <laughs> yeah. Pastor Mark, how can we um, donate to you? Donate to your mission. 
you know what? That's my fa- that's definitely going to be my favorite question of the day. I guarantee you that. No, that's. <laughs> Thanks for asking that, Saudi. I think the best way there's two best ways to do that. Um, there's uh you can cash app your donation, and I'll put that my cash app handle in the chat. And uh, any donation would be a great support. And uh, I think that would be the best way to go right now. Just that cash out. And I'll put that information in the chat. Awesome. Thank you. No, thank you. All right. And I put the uh, link to the podcast for you guys to subscribe there as well. And can I add, I support Pastor Mark for one reason. He is the only person that I know who is doing what we did in the 90s which is minister to people every single day. No matter where he is, he is sensitive to the spirit and he wins souls to the Lord one soul at a time. I just, it amazes me because that was the old, that's what we did in the nineties. That's what street ministry and he's bringing it back. And so I support him 100% and support evangelism on fire. I support that. I love your energy, sir. I love your energy, Pastor Mark Thomas, and God bless you. I love it. Send me your cash up. I donate to you myself. That's it for me. Okay. Thank you very much. I I forgot who I said this. Monica. All right. Is this cash up in the chat? Good morning. Um, Yeah, I have. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Monica. Stephen, are you putting it in or is Pastor Mark? He said he was putting it in. Can you put it in now, Pastor Mark, for me? Yes, I'm putting it in right now. Thank you. I'm going to hold the whole thing up. You ain't going to miss no blessings now. (laughs) Go ahead, Monica. All right. Um, I have Kareed on the call. He's actually, I met him a few days ago on Clubhouse. Uh, He's in Nigeria. And Kareed, are you able to unmute and introduce yourself? I'm trying to see if I see him on here. Is he? Okay, we'll, we'll come back to him. I saw, I think I saw him. We'll come back to him though. I saw him a few seconds ago. And yep. then I know uh, Margie doesn't speak too much on the call so i'm gonna go ahead and, and introduce miss angela for for miss margie angela are you around can you introduce yourself miss angie oh y'all making this like church announcements don't let don't let it be dead space <laughs> oh i like your curls all right um, Angela Henderson, I'm in North Carolina, and I am one of those individuals who got hit by pandem- the pandemic and out of work since October and do not want to return to corporate America, so I'm here today. Right. Yay! Yay! Yeah, welcome yeah. to the family. Yay, she's here! Yes. Welcome! Yeah, welcome to yes. the family. And you look good. You look stunning. Thank you. What, yes. what part of North Carolina are you in? Greensboro. Nice. We're in Sanford. Yay. Nice to meet you. Up here in Moody Greensboro in a couple months. Woo-hoo. All right. 
Thank you for having me today. Oh, yeah. Thank you for being here. Frida's here in Greensboro. Welcome, welcome. All Thank right. you. <laughs> All right. Felicia, I got, good, I got so much good news for you, girl. As a matter of fact, I'll tell you right now, Ashley, me, and Grace are working on packing your stuff up to 54 students. Okay. Yes, ma'am. We. I, I don't know if you can get three better people than that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, buddy. So we are actually, I asked you yesterday to figure out whatever I told you to figure out. I sent you the zip code she was in yesterday. Yeah, let's, let's work it out. Grace, phone call time. Felicia, if you got leads that's already that you got, if I were you, I would send them my way. If you want some free labor to get unearned income, I would send them my way. Did, did that sound better? Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. That Felicia got so much money, y'all. Don't, don't, don't. She got so, <laughs> so, so much money. <laughs> I do. We're gonna claim that thing. <laughs> I know that's right. Who's next? I did. Is Chiquita? Chiquita, come on. Chiquita. What country are you in? In what country are you? Is how I should say that. I am in Mexico. All right. Okay. Okay. Hola. With you. Hola. Buenos dias. Buenos dias, chicas. Buenos dias. Good morning, family. So I have two of my clients who are joining us today. I'm going to introduce Vanessa Bell Dispinis first. Vanessa, go ahead and unmute your mic and introduce yourself and what you do. Hello and good morning, everybody. I'm so excited to be on this call. Chiquita, thank you so much for inviting me. Antonio, I'm just, my mind is blown already. I'm taking good notes. I already filled up a whole page. Yeah, I'm writing. Um, <laughs> but um, I've started a company called Free Indeed. Um, and basically it is to help people break free from financial bondage, starting at a very foundational level. So often, as the Bible says, our people perish for a lack of knowledge. So just starting with number one, discipline, number two, mindset, and number three, budgeting. Um, I think so many people be further along in life if they did that. And I'm, I'm specifically targeting African-American women, but um, anyone that doesn't have that knowledge <laughs> is more than welcome to learn. Um, I'm an educator at heart, so it really is on me to just help and elevate others. Thank you all again for having me. No, that's right. I like that. I like y'all energy. I love it. I love it. Any, anybody else? Did I? Oh, no, you said two. Go ahead, Chiquita. I'm mm -hmm. sorry. And then I Chiquita, have Chiquita, real quick. Can she put her information in the chat, please? Yes, absolutely. Thank you. Take care. Sure. Thank you. And then I have um, Apostle Camlin Leander from Trinidad and Tobago. All right. I don't see her. Her picture no more on this thing. I'm here. Good morning, everyone. Thank Good you, Chiquito, for inviting me. Hi, Antonio. Hi, Hi, you know, everyone. It's a pleasure to be here. Yes, I am in Trinidad and Tobago. Um, you are giving gold here this morning. So I'm 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 thankful for all the gold. <laughs> yes. Um, so my mandate really is to share the word of God but creatively. So I do it. I do that several ways. So I, I dance, but I teach dancers to dance the word of God. And I also do um, designs on t-shirts. Um, so that company is called God Scriptease. 
So I creatively put the word of God on t-shirts. So that's a, a evangelistic uh, means of spreading the word of God. Because, um, you know, sometimes people, you go to speak to people and you say the name Jesus and they get offended, but you don't have to say a word because you just, you're wearing the word. So my tagline is, wear the word, preach the word, live the word, right? And um, I'm also an author. So I'm, I basically, that's what I do. I creatively share the word of God. Well, thank you so much for living out your faith. We appreciate yeah. you. <clears throat> appreciate you, all of you. Who Thank live you. out your faith, you who gently live out your faith. Let me say that. Our Antonio, can she Lord. also put her business t-shirt information in the chat? Yes, I just would please. love for everybody to do that so we can capture your business information and patronize you. Hi, Camlin. Welcome. 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 Hi, welcome, Demetrius. Welcome. Love you. Love you too. <laughs> Can't wait to welcome. see you again. Welcome. Yeah. All right. Couple of things. Ashley. Give me five minutes with Sam today, Sammy White. Okay, give me five minutes with Sammy White today. Ashley, also remember Tyrell Damali. Come on over here. All right. Now, Ashley, and I ain't, I'm only, I'm gonna hit this and move. <clears throat> the Tempest. <clears throat> I had to do my thing that you know about. Yes, yes. Oh, Ashley, Damali, Grace, Chris, it's time to go. Okay, y'all got me? Time to go. Do I need to? Oh, oh, unmute your mic, Damali. Unmute your mic. Unmute your mic. Antonio. Yes. Before you start with that, uh, just real quick, Kareed came back, so I want to let him introduce himself. Please, please go ahead. Kareed, you there? Okay. You want to introduce yourself? So, um, good morning. Good morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to introduce myself. Yeah. Good morning, everyone. Um, my name is Korea Somkuti. I'm from West Africa, Nigeria. I'm a photographer and, and fashion model here yeah, yeah, in Africa. We do a lot of things. Uh, basically, I, I, I'm a photographer, so and I would like to explore my photographer and my photographer creativities all around the world try to move from one place to another because I've never been I've never been out of my country before. I've never been out of Africa before. So and I, I met Mrs. Linda the day first day and she she introduced me to this group and since just the day I joined I've been inspired so much. I've learned so much. I've been I've been motivated already. And I will I would like to follow this group and I would like to keep pushing the goals because there are some things I, I learned yesterday while listening to some of you people and I, I really I really feel fulfilled and I feel I really feel I could I could achieve my dream also. All right, I'd like to hear that. Monica, you want to say something? No, I just I met him on Clubhouse, you know me. So yeah, but he, I know was very, he was very respectful in my DMs and um just a kind person. So I was like, you know what? We're trying to grow Nigeria. You need to come join us over here. So yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. about, I think he was on the call yesterday, so he heard a little bit. He heard Damali. I told him Damali's, you know, was just came from Nigeria and and all that. So you know, hopefully he can kind of grow with us, and as we continue to grow Nigeria, he can be a, a part of that and and do what you know he does there. Absolutely, a absolutely. Well, I am pleased. Yes, thank you for clapping, Grace. That's a clapping moment, yeah. and yeah. we are certainly. <laughs>
I am determined to be rich. The middle class is not for me. I need news that cares about me. And not news that's going to scare me or make me mad at another people. I need news without politics. And I want news that will point me to the money. This is the news where it happens. The moments that change the world. These are the stories we need. The info that we care about. We only give you news that puts money in your pocket. And the news that gives us an advantage. This is the work that continues. Who we are today. And what we can become. Tomorrow. That's it. This is where news without agendas can lead us. Your wealth matters. This is why more perspectives make us stronger. And how our mission can inspire tomorrow. This is journalism that helps the world we live in. This is Mexit News. Going to Nigeria, and I will be there soon. And oh, if okay, I would love, yes, if I were you, I would stay connected to Monica because okay. I'm looking to make a lot of people in Nigeria the richest people in Nigeria, especially okay. if they melanate it. <laughs> we would love to have you here. We would love to have you here. And I'm already connected to Monica already. We, we do talk every time, man. And I'm cool. Yeah, I'm cool. Outstanding. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for being here. It's a pleasure. Your energy you're, is amazing. You're welcome. You're welcome. You're yes, welcome. Sir. Yes, Thank sir. Thank you so much. Yes, sir. I have not forgot the spiritual classes, but I guess it's time to talk about it here in a little bit. All right. So let's see. Before I, uh, I bring it up real quick. Give me a second. <clears throat> All right, here's what I'll be talking about. So you better be ready. I will talk about Old Testament covenants. It's not whatever you think. New Testament theology. Paul and his letters. <clears throat> The Nicene Creed. Mm, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, and what is the what is the gospel? There it is. There you go. Is that five? I feel like that was five. That's what I would be talking about. There you go, Yolanda. If you're still on. Right. Yeah, what was the the one before? What is the gospel? Not it's not what Nicene Creed. Nicene Creed. Okay, go ahead, Pastor Barlett. Yes. Um, is there a way we can add on uh, what was going on with black people during the Middle Ages? Sure. And this, yeah. this is why I was because I'm still working on my book, but working on this book for a long time. Oh. And one of the things that uh, hit me was the Inquisition and how parts of the Inquisition moved over into slavery, that whole mindset, mm -hmm. and how sometime, somewhere between that time, people forgot that there were Black Christians uh, way back in 300 AD and all this type of stuff and what happened to them. And also when it came to Ethiopia, how the queen overtook Christianity and did more Catholicism to it. And that's how Ethiopia became more of a Catholic, whereas they were basically Christian back way back then. No doubt. So to be, <clears throat> yes, yes, we will. 
to be fair to everyone, like, you must remember that this is Africa. So don't don't think black Christians just in 1500. So, so, you, so you, you have a couple of things going on. And in Acts chapter two and then seven, no, no, or seven or eight, one of them when, what's his name? Uh, the, the, I have no one to baptize me, but you're in a water, Ethiopian unit. His name. Philip, thank you. Philip. <clears throat> Philip. Good old deacon, only person in the Bible called evangelist. In those chapters, two, six, well, starts in six, but the, the, the crescendo is in chapter eight. Africa is called Ethiopia. So when it says Ethiopian eunuch, it doesn't mean the country of Ethiopia. It means the continent of Africa. I did not know that. Yes, Africa, Africa was called Ethiopia for millennia. Okay, it's, Haiti kind of has the same, well, anywho, I'm just keep that alone for them right now, okay? So I just want you to know that, <clears throat> uh, Pastor Butler's question was fantastic because y'all need to know that whole dark ages period, there's a lot of stuff happening. In there, and of course, it's not. Yes. It, it's it's in my degree, so it's, it's not hard for me to know. <clears throat> I have to know world history without. We should. We should have like a black history class. Yeah, sure, I, I can do yeah. it. It's not a problem. Yeah, I can do it. It'd be sitting inside of, of world history for sure. You, you all right? History works like this here. You have. That's the part that's missing. That's the part that's missing. That's a what? So do black history class. And there's a couple of times I've tried to go to a couple of exhibits and oh. say, look, you know, this county that's been right showing us, and they want to hear it. And so it came to Black History Month, and that's how I wrote my childhood Got you. Black Knight to cover some of that. But uh, from the biblical standpoint, uh, regular history, we're not covered in that area. And so right. Black no. Month, we jump right over it, you know. Yeah, not even close. I mean, you got to go to college just to learn world history. And, and I, I heard everything he said. Yeah, I was hard. Antonio, but I heard, yep, yes. Okay. Is it just me? I couldn't understand a word he said. Could you understand what he was saying? Yes, he was saying that that's the, that's the problem, the black history. And it, it is a, what the word, museum. I, what word did you use? You, I forget what you said. And he was walking through. Say it again. Yeah. He, he used a word like museum. Yeah. Anyway, I got the answer. So let me, before I repeat, I got the answer. Basically, that, what what book are you writing, by the way? Okay. Hold on real quick, Pastor. Do me a favor. Type it for me. Type it for me because you have a microphone issues. And private messenger okay. about knowledge, obviously. Everything is knowledge, but, but huge, but it ain't nothing if you don't apply it. And in applying it still ain't nothing if you don't focus on betterment of life. And then that still ain't nothing if you don't make other people life better. All right, that's for the private message that asked me about is everything knowledge, okay? All right, try again, Pastor Barlett. Let me see, let me see if you sound better. Okay. 
No, nah, no, nah, you got to say it properly. Do me a favor. Just type me what your book is about in the chat, and then I'll start answering that question, but I need to talk again about... Oh, okay, okay. Type me about that with your right. book. Got you. Now, he was saying that we're not taught, but he was answer, he was responding to Daoud, and he was saying that you almost have to go and exhibit, exhibits is the word he said, and museums. I was trying to, as it was like museum, right? Just to find out, you know, black history, et cetera. And you got to walk, but they, they, it's not taught, right? You got you got a, too much work to go find it, right, et cetera. And he's writing a book to illuminate light upon said issue. Okay, it was hard to hear, but I, I was I gave him all my concentration so I could hear. Monica, come back real quick because <clears throat> I'm getting ready to end this here. I want you to you you want to do something? I'm not going to take your thunder. Yeah, just real quick. Uh, Y'all know I don't really talk, but this morning I had my coffee, so I'm good. No, I just wanted to uh, give Michelle her props and uh, let people know that if you are traveling, uh, definitely use Michelle's services. I've used, um, you know, services like that in the past, like years ago, and didn't really have great experiences. But with her, the way she sends out her itinerary, it's super clean. It's easy to understand. You can even export it in PDF if you're the type of person that likes to print out itineraries. Um, she called me the next day after it was booked to, to talk about the luggage situation and the COVID uh, restrictions or lack of restrictions for my case. So I just wanted to just kind of throw that out there that if you are traveling that she's really good at what she does. And then the flight I found, she found one better. So um, I know people think that sometimes when you use a travel agent, it's going to be more expensive, but it's actually, I think, a lot better. But I think her process itself is very professional and clean. So I just wanted to give her her props to that because it was a, it was a good experience. And thank you. Absolutely, again. absolutely. And she what? is <laughs> Shaquita. <laughs> no, absolutely, Woo! absolutely. And she is always. And this is what I like about her is she is always attempting to save the customer money, and that is a big deal. That's a big deal because she know, yeah, I don't like spending money, y'all. Not money ain't gonna make me no money. Ugh, ugh. That's one of the rules against money. You're gonna lose it all. Yeah, you're gonna lose it all. So there you go. Grace, if you could send out those, what she calls spiritual classes to people, or give me that list because I just went through my notes and picked. I just I, I went to my college classes. I have a I have a folder of all my college classes. And I could have picked. I could have picked anything. I could have picked study of salvation. I'm, I'm going to save y'all the Greek words. I'm, <laughs> I could have picked the study of salvation, which is soteriology. I could have picked the ecclesia. Well, I'm sorry. I'm still going to say just Greek words. Um, I don't know how to say eschatology in regular, in times. Study of end times. There you go. <laughs> Got all these Greek words over here, right? Right. So I could tell you, tell you about that. I could have picked anything. I, I've taught. I don't know, about eight different college classes. So there you go. I just picked five. Pick five because they were the first five that I saw. Unrelated, but if you have a MacBook or a Mac OS device, not phone, please update your laptops ASAP. Tempest, tell them who you are, Tempest. Tell them who you are. Hi, everybody. I'm Tempest. Um, I am the former CEO of the ATS JR Companies. I'm my co-founder 
co-founder and now I'm the chief information security officer for all things ATS and all things Antonio. Yes, and she just landed a big old contract too. So she's getting paid too much, Jerome. She's getting paid too much. We're gonna have to fix that. Pay too much. But so if a cybersecurity expert hey, hey, said, hey, 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 I knew you, that's why I picked on you. That's why I said you. Don't hate, participate. Get up off of her. <laughs> Jerome is real sensitive about tippets. That's why I do it. You know, I do it. It's like Shannon getting out here. You know what's gonna happen. I just I I, I knew if I said that that she he would say something for sure. But if a cybersecurity expert is telling you to update, you should probably update. So I will be updating right after this call. All right, let me give you some action steps to steal. Do we have any? Hopefully, no. Hopefully, I didn't miss anybody. Action steps to steal. We are not launched. Everybody follow that so far? In the way, with the company being around this version or this branch of the company has been around, I don't know, six years or something. And we're not launched. This is, I promise you, this is where you start stealing. Okay, you probably stole some other stuff too, but this is where you start stealing. We are not lunch. And we ain't lunching. And we ain't lunching, Monica, until we get to seven million people. Why am I doing that? I'm keeping us in startup so we can change anything anytime we feel like it. Somebody wise understood what I just said. See, when you get established, you gotta have a meeting about a meeting about a meeting that takes three months and another meeting just to change one adjective in the mission statement. Who knows, who's, who's in corporate world know what I'm talking about? <laughs> just, to, just to get an adjective, feel it jumping there, uh, looking forward real quick, immediate change, right? <laughs> but if you do that in a corporate world, well, you know what, Phil, it is, we'll, we'll review it, right? It's like the, it takes a lot or the classic church, let me pray about it, which we all know what that means. We all know what that means. And then the communication plan to roll it out to the employees, because you got to, you know, get their minds ready for the change. Oh, my God. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Pastor Barlett said his possible title is The Age of Reasoning Killed, okay, Killed George Floyd, Still Working the Title. That's a pretty good title in itself, though, without a doubt. So I get exactly what you're saying. You're gonna know. You're gonna. You're gonna absolutely need to know world history. I will end world. I'll end with world history, and try to be out here in the next ten minutes, probably less. We're not lunch, so we can change everything. So what else you doing, Antonio? All this happened, y'all, March 15th. Excuse me, May 15th. All right, May 15th. Jaquita, I ain't got no Mexico videos on my page. Uh-huh. Yeah, come on, come on, come on, come on. You see this? You see this right here? Yeah. Come this on. This right here? Okay, so I was working on my videos. I took 50, 11 million, okay, cuts of said video. This beautiful woman. That's it. This beautiful woman, and I ain't give her no correction. She is I don't know. In her in her sleep, in all in my video. She's snoring in my video. She Just talking in her sleep in my like I wanted to kill her and <laughs> her off balcony, but I didn't. I just let her be great in her sleep. And I just I I just I tried until two o'clock in the morning. I just finally gave she, up. She, she fighting that poverty. Her. 
Chiquita, 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 you know, the problem is you you, that you know, you're in Mexico in your hotel room trying to do a video. You're supposed to be on the beach doing a video. That's why God won't let you uh, you're supposed to be in some scenery. Okay. You're supposed to be in some scenery, okay. girl. Okay. It was it was dark outside. I want to be taken. Oh, that, that is true. That is true. That is true. That is true. Let me be great. Okay. Let that sun kiss your skin, girl, to get that video that's, done. Okay, that is true. It was dark out. She did say two in the morning. Yeah. She, and you 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 look like you should be targeted. So yeah, you just go ahead and say it. <laughs> I, I'd rather you have the struggle of snoring than. You know, we got to sit up here and, and find you. So you right. send the team, send the team to get me up. You're right. Don't 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 activate me. I don't need to be activated no more. <laughs> yes, yes. If y'all don't know, I was something in the United States Army that has a particular set of skills. And there you have it. There you have it. Please, please don't please don't activate the winner soldier. <laughs> That's about right. That's about right. That's about right. But yes, say right. Next time, get her snowing and put it on the page. All right, get her snowing. Oh, I got the, I got the recording with her snowing. I kept it, it just so the, I can put it on, put it put it on, it on the, the page. Put okay. It on the page. Put it on the page. It's, it's yeah. going on the page. It's yeah. going up. And, and, tell her, and, and, and tell her I like her. Tell her I like her. I like her laugh. Yes, I like her laugh. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. We're not lunched whatsoever. Now, this all happens May 15th. What are we going to do? Well, ATS is getting ready to become the Instagram and TikTok of business. I'm, I'm giving away secrets. I'm, okay, I saw Tempest. I saw Tempest's eyes pop open. You know what? Let me just show y'all. Let me just let me just show y'all. Don't even take my word for it. I got it. I'll just copy and paste it with a link. How can we dominate the cell phone? Hmm. Do we really need a website? Yeah. Do we? How can we create a thousand super fans a day? How can we get a thousand Kevins a day? A thousand side. You give me, you give me, you give me two side is two Kevins. It's over. 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 That's that, that's it. That's it. Give me, give me, give me. I only need one pass of Steve. Because he he just, you know, say he, <laughs> he, right. he, he be on it. <laughs> okay. Thanks, sir. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? How, how can we do that? How can we get users to log into hours a day? We already doing that. You know what I'm saying? But but I'm thinking in a different way, but I want to tell you what. And I went posted a link. I mean, I went and grabbed a link. If you look at that link, it is, and Tippis, you'll love that. It is straight. I should show you clicked it because she's a millennial like me. It is straight statistics of let's just say user behavior. Now. Here's some more to steal. Then I go to world history for Pastor Barlett. Y'all ready? This is real slick like. This is why I got, this is why, this is why I'm elevating Ashley and elevating Chiquita. Pay attention to it. How can we use the four major social medias to grow like Instagram did? What happened with Instagram? What did Instagram do? Instagram grew by letting you immediately share to other pages. I mean, excuse me, other platforms. That's how they grew. How do I know that? Because I read the book on how Instagram grew. How can we disrupt those major four players like Instagram did? Watch it. How can we make people look good like Instagram filters? I am literally designing a way 
for y'all to look good like Instagram filters, but not the filters. How could I make you come through ATS and walk out of here looking like a whole millionaire or on your way? I don't have it completely figured out, but look how big I'm thinking. What does Instagram filters do? It takes a regular device and regular people and makes them, it put Chris out of business. It makes them photographers. Like, no, seriously, it makes you professional photographers. You, you, you take a picture of a butterfly. And all of a sudden, after a few filters, it's a work of art. <laughs> Somebody said ATS wigs and ponytails. <laughs> but wait, wait, then he defended his. You can't do the editing. He's right. He's absolutely right. He's right. He, he, he's right. He's right. But the filters, the filters are instant gratification so you can look good in front of your peers. Listen. Instant skill set that gratifies you so you can look good in front of your peers. How can ATS on a business level make Michelle have instant skill sets that makes her look good in front of her peers? Yes, sir. Okay, right, so I had to get that. I had to get that out. I'm sorry. Yeah, I see that. And imagine. That's it. That's it, Kevin. Imagine when I figure that out. The whole point is, y'all, and I, I, I well, you had to wait to Mexit. If you're not, go and put the Mexit in the guy. If you're not in Mexit, if you are in Mexit, all of y'all are going to get a thing. That's all I'm going to say. A thing. Even if you don't, a thing. That's it. That's what I'm going to say. And everybody's going to be jealous, but there it is. There it is. And you all should have your, what time you're going up and stuff in the next 48 hours. Now, how can we do makeovers? If Instagram does makeovers, how can we do business makeovers instantly? Do y'all see what I'm thinking? That's never been done before. That's never been done before. You can't just walk in and walk out instantly from a mobile device. But I bet y'all figure it out. And then, of course, because I ain't no dummy, Kevin, how can I make ATS make women look good? Ain't nobody worry about the men. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody worry about the men. The men are irrelevant. Because if the women look good, the men going to jump up. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Y'all remember, don't act like, all right, all right, all right, say, folks. You remember your club and <laughs> All right. Yes. Okay. All right. All right. Say, folks. Now, you remember when you walked into the club? It's like, oh man, ain't nobody in here. You walked out. Yeah. Yep. How can I put all the sexy ladies in the club and then make it? Because if mm -hmm. I, if that's what happens, then guess what? Of course, we're talking about business, right? How can I make all the women look like bosses? Because y'all are. All I do if I just focus on making Demetrius. And Damali, if I take every alpha woman here, which that's all of y'all, and then let you be more alpha with more money, 
Come on, I wish I had a woman. Oh, You'd be in trouble, Antonio. They're going right. to be in trouble. Come on now. In trouble. We just need a little bit of opening to get through. That's, That's it. it. That's, That's it. it. That's it. And Frida, Straight up you know, pimpaliciousness. You know, Frida, you know the guys will come right through. You yeah, come on through. Absolutely, they will. That's it. All right. So, right. So that's that. There's more. Oh, no. Yes, ma'am. Nobody puts baby in the corner. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's you know about baby. Oh, that's right. That's right. Nobody puts baby. Nobody puts baby. Favorite expression. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. Corinne, I'll be ready for you. Okay, I'll be ready for you. I got your private message. I'll be ready for you. So that's that's that. There is more. Let me. I just maybe I can. Maybe I can give you one more. Okay, Antonio. Yes, sir. I um I have a possible solution to the question that you were asking. Okay. You said that uh, if you could figure that out, uh, then then things would just kind of explode out. I think I I need to talk to you about it. Okay. How, how we can get people into ATS and then you know through it. Cool. 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 Perfect group economics too. Yep. Outstanding. Okay. Oh, oh okay. I, that's a message that's in the red. Understand. Okay. You got to tell me. Don't read this out loud. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's, she's telling me about her idea. All right. I'm glad, I'm glad I got to the third one. She was two more that would have told you what it was. <laughs> told you what it was. Should, should, I, should I email you or should I call you? I mean, text you. Text me. And then I'll, okay. we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll work it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? World history, real quick. For is Pastor Barlett here? Yes. Yeah. He is yeah. outstanding. All right, here we go. Yes, yeah. here. Yeah. Outstanding. Works like this here. Let's start beginning of the world. All right, beginning of the world, and then you have what you call these lithic. Lithic is, I think it's Latin for stone. Okay, so you have these. I think it's Latin, but stone. I want to say it's Latin. You have these stone ages, okay? This is when humanoids, this is the first type of human, which mm, I better not do that, but the first type of human, big foreheads, cavemen, Neanderthals, which literally means wanderers. The, before people were civilized, what, is, what do you need to have a, hold on. If you do, so, all right, let me stop. If you can only make one day of Mexit, you will still get such and such. You know what I'm saying? Because what you're doing is you're paying for the lifetime video. But since I have an ego, if I tell you to do something and you don't do it, I'm gonna make you pay for it. So that's why, all right, that the people who are gonna be in Mexit gonna get some stuff because the next time I tell y'all something, I want you to hurt if you don't do it. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's why. Okay. Before wandering, before civilization, you have, so what do you need to be a tech uh, civilization? You need to have some sort of irrigation system, some sort of, some sort of irrigate. Well, that's technology is what that would be. You need to have technology. You need to have some sort of trade money doesn't have to be money, but some sort of trade. And then a language, language, and you need language, and you need language. I'm, I'm going way back to freshman year in college. Okay, go way back. Okay, and you need language. You need language, technology, and I forget, uh, and, and, and some sort of 
some sort of system where things are being exchanged. That makes a civilization. But what happened is people became a civilization. When that civilization happened, the first civilization was what you call the people of Mesopotamia, a, I'm not sure if it's Greek, but it means between two rivers. These would be, what is Reggie? He, Reggie always uses his name. These, uh, Okay, all right. Now, you should know, though, these people, every school of thought knows, says, and has fossilized evidence that the world started in Africa. Everybody understand what I'm saying? All right, outstanding. Now, so between two rivers. Now in, in world history talk, it's called the Fertile Crescent. This is, this is where Christians believe the Garden of Eden was because of those three rivers that fed the, the ground. Two of them would still be here, sugar. One of them has been fossilized or dried up. Now, that being said, then you get to what you call the, what you call prehistory. That's all that stuff that ain't written down. From there, it goes like this. Greek Roman age, I mean, excuse me, Greek golden age, about 1300 to 900. This is uh, Athens, uh, 300 movie, you know, okay. Uh, Sparta, all that stuff. And then from 900 to 700, you have the Hebrew golden age. This would be King David, and the whole, all right, I got Jerome's attention now, okay? All right, the, the whole, when, when you know, the kings and stuff. And then you have the Roman Empire smashes everything, takes over. The reason why, well, I won't give you that lesson, but then it happens, now we get into what you call antiquity, which dominates for a very long time. Antiquity, or just basically Roman like a Roman period is from 600 BC all the way to let's just say the death of Christ because let's just say that right now okay it's still there though it happens all the way to 5481 AD but let's just keep going boom now the due to death of Christ 32 34 AD from there you have what you call the apostolic father period. This is why I'm doing this with Pastor Barlett because should you want that information, you need to research or read the apostolic fathers because many of those people were black, many of them. As a matter of fact, the Nicene Council, the first one, the reason why the the church had to write down its doctrine for the first time in 325 AD is because a black man, African priest, challenged the church and they had to write it down. The challenge was that Jesus dipped into his divinity and was not, you know, all, all man, all God. The reason y'all say all man, all God is because of that very council in itself. Okay, that very council in itself. <laughs> yes, 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 Phil. Okay, <laughs> absolutely. And 
So, so just so you know that that was, don't let, and I'm not saying he said this, but I'm gonna say, don't let school books tell you that black history started with slavery. That's dumb, okay, it's dumb. It's completely, it doesn't even make sense, okay? It doesn't make sense. So then from 500, no, excuse me, from 32 to 500 is the apostolic father period. The 500 to 1500, a thousand years is what you call medieval or dark ages or middle ages. Why is it dark ages or, yeah, why is dark ages? Because they didn't write anything. So the information is dark. What happened was the, the church dominated so much sugar that they built big grand buildings and Phil would build these buildings, but Phil loved God and was holy and did not write his name on his creation. What Phil would do was put all his offering and gold into a wall and then build over that wall. And thousands of years later, we would actually poke a hole in the wall and see all in all these buildings, there are gold sacrifices in a lot of these buildings because of that very thing. The, they actually wrote music with no words. That's music with words like just happened 50 years ago, <laughs> like that, that just happened, okay? That's not something that has happened for a while. Now, so that's 500 to 1500. Now it gets to what your influence today. Because what happens is someone like me says, we should go back, go back where? To when it was good. When was it good? Well, we ain't like none of this dark stuff. When was, when was, when was like make America great again, right? When, what, I'm telling you what happened, I'm telling you what happened. Make the world great again. When? Well, in antiquity. So that's when you get the Renaissance, which is Latin for rebirth. So let's go all the way over the dark ages and let's go back to when the world was good. So what you have is the Renaissance, which is 1500 to 1750 is we're going back to doing Roman and Greek-like things, but, but we're going to do them differently, but the same, rebirth. From 1750 to, to 1850, 1750 to 1850, all hell breaks loose. It's called the Enlightenment period. It's like the Renaissance, but this is where you get that. So in the Renaissance is where you get that painting to where God can touch man. Y'all seen it, right? Well, in the Enlightenment period, it's where you take all the miracles out the Bible. Because reasoning is all man needs. Y'all, you do this right now. Now, I'm not saying you take the, the, the miracles out of the Bible. I'm just telling you that you believe in logic and reasoning so much but you don't know you're drinking the Kool-Aid from 1750 to 1850. That's where it came. So what happened from it? The whole Declaration of Independence is a plagiary of John, uh, who, who, who watched Lost? Who watched Lost? I need somebody. All right, there was a guy named John and Lost. What's his last name? He, he, he wound up being he wound up being one of the main characters. John Locke, there we go, John Locke, I got it, I got it. So John Locke is a real person. John, John Locke is a real person. <clears throat> he writes down what's happening in England and he, I forget what it's called, but he basically writes down 
we don't need, you know, the king should be this separate and this. And then Thomas Edison just hijacks that entire thing and makes it the Declaration of Independence. That's, a, that's this is world history. That's exactly what happened. Okay. It doesn't make no Yes, sir. Wasn't it in 1800 that they first started using the term Negro or Black to describe a people group? That wasn't a... Very, no, very, very good. What happened was Negus was a royal title in Africa and with the transatlantic slave trade. So you first had Asians who were what you call indentured servants, not the same thing. American slavery has never happened before. It's, it's very different indentured servants. And what happens is, like anybody, when you, your, your, your enemy will always name you. You, you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's, it, it's just like, how many of y'all been calling Jezebel to see somebody, right? Your enemy, your enemy will always name you. Your enemy will always name you. So the founding stone of racism, as Stephen, Pastor Stephen Walker just brought up, happened in 1613 in Maryland with the doctrine of exclusion. The doctrine of exclusion said that all black people would be excluded from the fruit of labor of white people. That was the founding stone. A couple of about 50 years later, it would become the slave codes. This is why, pay very close attention. The reason why Phil and Susan have a hard time being an ally is because the slave codes and the doctrine of exclusion said, now, Phil, Black people won't get this. Okay, now, if you try to give it to them, we gonna treat you like you Black. This is why it's so hard to have white allies because it's still ingrained in the system that if you wanna act like a Negro, we gonna treat you like one. And no one wants to be treated like a Negro. Okay, it's in it, it's in history. History, I'm just, I'm just helping this man out with his book, okay? Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm just helping this man out with his book, okay? So which, like, right there, huh? What is, oh, okay. What you, like, you know, everybody wants to, if, 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 you, if you think we complaining, get treated like one and then have your opinion in, right? Yes, 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 right? <laughs> we'll see if that changes, right? So basically, so that's the answer to Pastor Stevens' question. Now, back to history. The 1750 to 1850 is Enlightenment period in which we're so logical, we're so in heightened in reason. So what happened after that? Well, you got the invention of the steam engine and Susan. Now we're smart and technologically advanced. So now it's called modern period. And wouldn't you know it, Chiquita, medicine didn't even work to 1920. Here's the truth. Medicine did not work until 1920. Actually, 1940 would be a better time to tell you when medicine worked in World War II. I'm serious. Medicine did not, they gave, go, just go look it up. They were given cocaine as cough syrup which will absolutely cure your cough. It really would. <laughs> it would. Because you, you, you're high, right? You, you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> cough gone. Might create some other problems. <laughs> yeah. <but>. yeah. <laughs> cough gone. Uh, yeah. Cough gone, right? Because here's what happened. The reason why a soft drink exists is because during the prohibition movement, 1920-something, that we were drinking too hard. Like, you can literally, there was no age limit. You just go and get you some pancakes and some whiskey. 
<clears throat> so the government encouraged a soft drink, not the hard drink, which went from wine and then soda was invented. That's why you call soda a soft drink. If you didn't know, free details for you, okay? Now, <clears throat> from 1850 to, no, 1750 to 1850 is enlightenment. 1850 to 1950, no, 1970 is the modern period. Nope, nope, nope. 1850 to 1979, modern period called modernity. Oh, but then Susan comes these millennials, all right? And now you're in hyper modernity. That mean, that's the age we're in right now. That means whatever they did, all that logic and reason, we super logic and reasoning. If I tell you 144,000 will enter in, them damn Hebrews didn't care nothing about 144,000, it meant multitudes. But you folk, you trying to count. Well, hold on now. I need 144,000. You get what I'm saying? Because, because you can't separate yourself from the era in which you live. You literally needed to be 144,000. Right. Well, so when Jesus says, forgive 70 times seven, you're going, you're going, well, that's 49, right? That is not how the Hebrews <laughs> perceive that. They were not doing, you know, when we got my calculator, that's 40. Well, you crazy, 49. No, look, it just meant that many times. You understand what I'm saying? It just meant that many times. So now you live in hyper hyper modernity or, or Postmodernism, it could be called any of these things, okay? Hypermodernity, postmodernism are the same things we're there now. It means that they was way up here with all that modernism and Jerome, we just took it too far. Right? This is where we at. It's, it's where we at. It's where we are right now. Now, for you, Pastor Barley, the reason I did that is because for your purposes, Black people are in every area, in every era. It is only when the colonization of America happens to where the books are rewritten because history is always written by the winners. So in conclusion, wow. yes, ma'am. In conclusion, to think that Christianity is a Western religion well, you just drinking a lot of Kool-Aid <laughs> because this is an Eastern religion, whether you want it to be or not. Sorry, it started in Africa with African people and African culture. There's no reason a building that looks like it should be in Boston should be in Nigeria, but we got plenty of that. You understand what I'm saying? Okay, cool. So there it is, Pastor Barlett. Did that help you? All right, outstanding. I'm glad it did. Yes, it did. Outstanding. Historicity. Yes, well, that's historicity. That's my thing. There, there's a great, well, yours is a, a book upon, if you, there's a bunch of good books. Yeah, yeah, I was trying to recommend some books. Okay. I was trying, but, but I've got, if Claude Anderson would bless you, if you follow Claude, if you buy, Powernomics, that'll bless you. And uh, if you watch any Hidden Colors, that history will bless you as well. If you study Haiti, 
that'll bless you. And just so y'all can know, today the largest growing church in the world is in China. How about that for not history books? Wait, where you say it was at? China. China. The fastest growing church in the world is in China. I can believe that. What? It's one point eight billion people over there. <laughs> there. I, I, I missed you. Type it in the chat for me. But it's one point eight billion people over there. You get it? Well, of course, it's the fastest growing. Well, but not church. No, church. Church. Like y'all being you, Antonio. Yes, sir. The reason why that is is because the the more pressure they put on the church, the more we multiply. We don't die, we multiply. Well, well there you go. I'm not gonna Amen. Not, I'm not gonna argue against that. Right? Like I, I I'm for I'm for all of it. You know what I'm saying? I'm for all of it. Like I said, I'm Ramadan right now. I'm for all of it. What I can tell you. Oh, somebody just asked me about Haiti. Haiti has such rich history. And uh, you want to talk about a revolution. French Revolution, Haiti Revolution. Those were revolutions. Those were revolutions, okay? The American Revolution wasn't too much of a revolution. Not to discount the death that happened, but a revolution means you overthrow the government and start a new one. We just started the same England government. <laughs> we, we just, right? We just started the same England government just without kings and queens, and we modeled Rome. Rome had, guess what? Two senators, president, vice president. You know, I don't know about y'all. Anywho, nevertheless. No, 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 no. That, I don't even know what time it is, but that's where it gets good at right there. Yes, but we'll get good <laughs> on another session. <laughs> okay. Session. I was going to say, that's where yes. it gets good. That's the drop. Well, I was just, I did that for my, my degrees forced me to know world history because, and Jerome should appreciate this, you cannot understand sacred scripture if you don't understand history and the century in which it was written. Context. Okay, so do I need to start there basically? Cause like all the information that I'm putting together is to help other people like myself who don't know and just started following, you know, different churches and what other people told you, but still wanted to know more. Like there was right. something else behind this. I needed that because I'm so heavily, like I want to, teach this to people i'll bless you and then we out of here okay she's talking about allegory which is dangerous but has its purposes as well but too much allegory is very dangerous typology you can't do too much typology it's very conservative so let me explain the heart of her question and let me answer her question the way you should start is observation before you interpret anything observe Please, for the love of God, I beg you, whether it be the Quran, the Torah, please just read the text. Haiti is number nine in the world with list of slaves per capita. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. That is that Haiti was not only was it a stop for like South Carolina, South Carolina, America, we got people worldwide, is an American state. It only existed for slaves. Like they literally made South Carolina the whole slaves. Literally, okay? And then they took over Haiti. I'm being respectful here to hold slaves, okay? French slaves for the most part, but nevertheless. Now, 
Start with observation. Hermeneutics is when you read something, it doesn't matter what type of text it is, but read it into the century in which it was written. Now, here's allegory. Here is typology. Allegory. I'll take, let's take, all right, pastors, get ready. I'm gonna give you some sermons. Let's take <laughs> Jesus speaking away the storm, okay? Jesus speaks away the storm. Remember she said, I want to know the deeper meaning of it. That's it. So allegory is vertical, top to bottom. Typology is lateral, left to right. When you go top to bottom, well, you can, you can be liberal with that and that's dangerous, okay? For instance, well, Jaquita, Jesus was sleep, which means that you should be sleeping your storm. Now, 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 wait a minute. Okay. Don't, that this is Mark chapter 4, verse 21, something like that. 1 through 20, 21 through 27. Somebody double check me. Somebody double check. Yeah, Mark chapter 4, 21 through 27, something like that. I, I have, I memorize everything I see. It is a gift. God gave it to me. So it's, I can recall a bunch of stuff. I think it's Mark 4, 21 through 27. I'm somewhere around there. Now, the, oh, to create a sleep in your storm because Jesus did. All right, first off, if your house is burning, don't go to sleep, please. <laughs> okay, no, don't go to sleep. No, just don't go to sleep. You, you know what I'm saying? You, 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 right? is, is it Mark 4, 21 through 27 should be a lamp on a basket. All right, but then Mark 5. Mark five. No, no. Go, go further. Go, go deep. It's, it's in Mark four. It's in Mark four. Because Mark five is the whole. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jairus by name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Verse thirty-five. There you go. Thirty-five. All right. So I was eight verses up. Verse thirty-five. Mark four. Verse thirty-five. Okay, thirty-five through forty-one, something like that. But, and then Jesus speaks away the storm, which means he could speak away your credit card bills, Jacrita. No, 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 no. No, no. American Express won't take money. It ain't paid in full. You, 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 you know what I'm saying? Now, am I telling you this is inappropriate? No, because it should be applicable that I take a text thousands of years ago and, and allegorically make it applicable to your life. It should. I should be able to tell you in a, in a, in a gentle and non-liberal, like so liberal way to where if Jesus spoke away your, your storms, his storms, imagine the power of Jesus and how you can speak away your storms. So what are your storms? And then you start saying, all right, so here's your storms. Okay, so Jesus is going to speak away your storms with these tools. You understand what I'm saying, all right? You get it? Like, yeah, if you got a 397 credit score, Jesus ain't speaking that way. You just say what it is, all right? So you can see how this gets a little liberal, okay? You try to make these deep meanings inside of text. That doesn't mean don't make meaning, but your meaning needs to be true to that text. You got me? That doesn't matter what your religion. So lastly, typology. Now I'm going to get every Christian in this joint excited. Lord have mercy. Typology is a left to right reading. Jesus is sleep, wakes up, speaks away the storms, but uses very specific words, but you can speak. <laughs> yes, you can, Jerry. <laughs> very specific words. Jesus says, wind, ruha, and waves. Sit yourself down. 
which is typology, Jerome. Get ready, King James. Because <laughs> in Genesis chapter one, yeah. you understand. A voice speak created the world. Chapter two, it said, and the spirit of God hovered over the waters. Mm -hmm. And then three verses later, God said, water separate. And the Come water separated. Say so, say so. And, and they can't believe it. The disciples say, what man that man is this? Help me somebody. That the, pay attention to the words, the winds and the waves obey him. And Mark is trying to show you, this ain't no man. Because the last time somebody spoke to wind and waves, come on, Damali. And it listened, was God. I started to All right. Come on now. <laughs> and that ain't no man in that ship. That's God, if you're Christian, right? God in that ship. And that's why Jesus can say, when set yourself down, because that's God among you. Why? Because God has to plan for sugar to be in her boat always. Watch yourself. All right, now. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing you. Okay. Whoa. I'll give you one more. Abraham, the father. Uh-oh, see what I did? <laughs> the father who was going to save the world through his son, Isaac, who was the promised son. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So now we got father and promised son. Y'all might as well go with me, no matter. We, we, we here now, you might as well. So you got the father, the promised son, and the father says, get up, son. Pick up wood, it's time to sacrifice. The son, help me out now, picks up some wood, throws it over his shoulder, the promised son, then voluntarily walks up the hill. Then voluntarily lays down the wood. Then voluntarily lays on the wood, and then voluntarily says, Father, do your business. <laughs> and then the father is getting ready to sacrifice said promised son. And then right there, God says, wait a minute. Wrong promised son. I'll come back a few millennia from now. Sir. And on Friday, I could help myself. I could help myself. I could help myself. Going across, going across. He got it right here. on Friday. That same promised son picked up some wood, voluntarily marched up a hill, this time Golgotha, voluntarily laid it down, voluntarily laid upon it, and then said, Father, it is finished. My Lord, my Lord. <laughs> Come that's on now. Typology. That's good. You understand what I'm saying? That's that's typology. That's typology. All right, there you go. All right. So and Antonio. Yes, sir. I believe it was the exact same mountain range from Abraham and his son. Indeed, it was, sir. <laughs> the same area. Because this is what I'll tell you the other day. This because you can't take the story of Israel out your gospel. This is exactly why I tell you that. Because God, well, anywho, anywho. All right, so there you go. Somebody said, I like your rug. This is my cripping tile is what I call it. <laughs> <laughs> cripping tile. Yeah, Grace got me two of them.
not two of them, all right? So anywho, that's that, that's just typology. It was my pleasure to help out Pastor Barlett and to help out Yolanda. Allegory is just, don't, don't do it, don't do it, Tips. it's gonna make me keep going. Allegory is just <laughs> fine, but typology is always left to right. It's when you take something from old and you find this application from today. For last instance, everything was about life, you got cursed. So what happens in the eschatology, the end times where you got sickness, where you got strife, where you got friction in the day. I wish I had somebody. You get the opposite of that. There is no friction, there's peace. There is no sickness, there's health. Oh, y'all don't want to play with me. Antonio T. Smith Jr., you can't play better. You yeah. can't dominate. Thank you, everybody. You appreciate, you. appreciate you. Appreciate you. Don't forget time collapsing tonight. Thank you, Thank you, Jerry. Thank you. Time collapsing, 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. We will be going through fantastic things. You need to be there because it is there. Phil, explain what you're talking about tonight, and then y'all out of here. We're talking about how you collapse the time to generate revenue. And then we've got at eight o'clock, we've got, uh, I don't know who's speaking, but we got uh, somebody doing 25 minutes and we get to listen to them. There it is. Boom. I'm sorry, could you just put the book out um, back up so I could take a picture or screenshot? Talk to Someone put the book in the... So it, it can dominate the screen? Oh. You good? It's just on speaker view, and I was talking, so my screen was up. It's just talking in the pop up. That's it. Perfect, and thank you. It is. Thanks for asking. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We will see you at five thirty and seven Central Standard Time for more great things. Y'all have a good one. Thank you. Love y'all. Thank you. Love you more. When the pandemic began, I had the biggest problem in the world not making money the pandemic was actually quite a blessing for me as it almost made me a billionaire i came really close so the pandemic was a blessing it was hiring people and get this everybody i had 48 job positions open during the pandemic 22 dollars an hour with paid training and i could not find a single person for two years to fit any of those 48 job positions. Hear me well. 48 job positions, $22 an hour, paid training, and I couldn't find someone, not one person, for those job positions. Now, is it because I hire slowly? True. But it's because I wasn't using ZipRecruiter, and that's a fact. I wasn't getting to the right people for the right position to fit my right culture. And there are so many different things that you can do this summer. As a matter of fact, you can free up as much time as you want to. But if you're not using ZipRecruiter, you're probably not going to free up that time if you're attempting to hire people. So what is ZipRecruiter? What is 
probably the greatest job finder that's out there. And that's why you need Zip Recruiter. You need it so you can find the right candidates. Now, it's not that Zip Recruiter helps you find jobs. It's more accurately that Zip Recruiter takes your culture, takes your job, takes what you're looking for, and immediately matches them with the perfect candidate. And if the if it's if they can't find a perfect candidate, they will skip over that person and then give you the perfect candidate for you. ZipRecruiter uses one of its most powerful tools, which is the technology itself, to match the right candidates up with your job. You can easily review uh, their recommendations and easily review their recommended candidates and invite these candidates to apply for your top positions. Additionally, ZipRecruiter has a complete suite of tools that makes it easy for you to filter out uh, review and rate candidates. Four out of five employees uh, have been used by four out of five employers on ZipRecruiter. It is a blessing and no wonder ZipRecruiter is rated number one hiring site in the world based on G2 satisfaction ratings as of this year, January 1st. My friends, soak up everything I said. It's not an ad. This is a personal testimony of how I found the right people to sit in the right seat on the right bus. Without ZipRecruiter, it wouldn't have been possible. So how do you take advantage of what I'm talking about, well, you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B, all spelled the regular way. That's Zip, Z-I-P, Recruiter, R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R, ZipRecruiter.com slash B2B. And I promise you, you will be grateful that you did so. Again, that's ziprecruiter.com slash B2B. It's also in the show notes.